Bismillah. We begin in the name of our Lord and we praise Him. And we send the best benedictions and peace upon the seal of Prophethood Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to proceed. Welcome back to the fourth episode of the Living Faith Podcast. In this episode, what we want to talk about is math. And I remember sitting with a professor of physics and talking to him about the divine. And in that conversation, I said, given the profundity of physics, the science and what is found therein, there must be many from amongst the physicists who believe in the divine. And he affirmed that. And he went on to say, however, statistically speaking, there are the there are more mathematicians that believe in the divine than any other field of science. Statistically speaking, mathematicians are more likely to believe in the divine than any other field of science. Now, for many of us, when we think of mathematics, we think of it in relation to school. But the reality is it's far greater than that. So much of our lives is, how can we say it's, enveloped by math it's defined by math even though we don't realize it john mitchell he was a famous scientist of the 18th century and and this is before they were called scientists they were still called natural philosophers but john mitchell he said the mathematical roles of the universe are visible to men in the form of beauty and this quote is important because we have to understand that our our understanding of beauty, our relationship with what is beautiful is directly tied to math in reality or our perception of math, our perception of mathematical patterns. The three great scholars of Western philosophy, if you will, um, Socrates, his student Plato, his student Aristotle, each of them you know, great in their own right, all mentioned something similar. Socrates, he said, measure and symmetry are beauty and virtue the world over. Right? So beauty is beauty and virtue is nothing but symmetry. Right? Plato himself, he said, the beautiful never lacks proportion. And then Aristotle, he said, beauty is order, symmetry, and precision. This is important because we have to understand that beauty is defined by symmetry, by precision, by measure. Math is the foundation of our perceptions of beauty to the eye as well as to the ear because we're not just talking about physical beauty, but even music is defined or built upon mathematical scales. But there's more than even this. Sir Darcy Wentworth Thompson he was a Scottish biologist and mathematician of the 19th and 20th centuries. He pointed out the perfection of mathematical beauty is such that whatsoever is most beautiful and regular is also found to be most useful and excellent. The mathematical exactness of the universe, from the subatomic particles to the galaxies far and wide and everything in between, is not just beautiful, it's useful. There's benefit in it. Everything that we know is governed by mathematical exactness. Even light and sound are nothing more than spectrums of frequencies which are measured. And in this light, 
Plato was of the opinion that geometry existed before creation. Geometry actually existed before the first atoms existed. Why? Because the atoms themselves are measured. In this way, although mankind recognizes patterns, recognizing patterns is a purely human endeavor. Numbers themselves, math itself, is archetypal and not simply the mental constructs of man. Even something like our night sky, if we was to look into the night sky, the moon is about 2,000 miles in diameter. That's, that's about a quarter the size of the earth. And its orbit is around 240,000 miles away from the earth. Now, that's the moon. The sun is 400 times the size of the moon, approximately, and approximately 400 times as far away from the earth. And because of this, because it's 400 times as large, or 400 times as far, then when we look at the sky, the, the, it appears to us that the sun and the moon are similar in size, when this is far from being true. This is far from being true. Because of the relational size and distance, they look similar. You know, time, even our perception of time, is just a measure of patterns. It's just a measure of mathematical patterns in reality. Our days, our months, our years, all of these are based upon the measure of the earth, the sun, and the moon. Their size, their speed, their distance. Numbers, shapes, sizes, distances, speeds, weights, all of these, all of these measures are in an exact and harmonious balance throughout the world, within us and all around us. We read in the Quran, إِنَّ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ خَلَقَنَاهُ بِقَدَرٍ Indeed, surely, for certain, we have created everything, كُلِّ شَيْءٍ, everything, in proportion and measure. This everything is created in due proportion with exact measurements. This mathematical exactness equals design. And this, this beauty of design led Albert Einstein to say the most incomprehensible thing about the universe is that it is comprehensible. It's inconceivable that this beauty, the, the, the beautiful and precise mathematical exactness which permeates all creation, be understood as a haphazard accident of chance. You can't look at the exactness of math in every form of creation around us, everything, and then think, oh no, this is all just an accident. It's a perfect design, and design demands a designer. The design demands a designer. The fact that we can see math, the fact that numbers are archetypal, the fact that you know this is a reality of everything around us, tells us that there is a designer. But so what? What does this mean to us? What what is what is the benefit of knowing this outside of the general benefit of knowing that there is a designer? What is the benefit in this for us? What does this mean to us? Well, for starters, do we believe that the entire universe is exactly computed, but somehow we were left without measure, without guidance, without being shown what is right and what is wrong, 
good and bad? What is the balanced middle way for us? It would be a, a truly strange notion to have the idea that our DNA is mathematically exact. That our chromosomes are exact. You know that everything is exactly mathematical, com mathematically computed. But somehow the contents of our lives, how we're supposed to be, was left without proportion, without patterns of guidance. And so in this way we. The lesson that we want to take away from this is that when you look at math, when you look at the beauty of math, when you look at the fact that math permeates creation in every aspect, size, weight, measure, speed, distance, all of these things are measured and defined, light and sound, beauty and music, all of these things are defined mathematically. There's exactness to it. When we look at that, we know that there must be a designer. And how, how strange would it be that we think that this designer designed the entire world exactly, harmoniously, beautifully, mathematically, and then left us without any form of guidance, without knowing what is right and what is wrong. So this is where we're at. We're at, we'll end for this episode and then we'll pick back up in the next episode. And I thank you for listening. Wassalamu alaikum. Peace be upon you all. Until next time.